I'm Yamilka Rodriguez, and this is the Brand Therapist Podcast, where we come together and dive deep into the psychology of branding. We live in a new era that asks us to step up and show our individuality, learn what makes us unique and different in this world. Let's open the door to possibilities so you can win in business, life, and relationships, because everything starts with you. Hello, Allison. I am so happy to have you on my couch today and ask you a whole bunch of questions. We'll just get started with your bio, so I'm going to read this to everybody. Allison has been an influencer and content creator for Absolutely Ally for over eight years. Wow, eight years doing this business. It's amazing. A life and style blog. She used this passion for creating a business called Absolutely Social, where she helps others cultivate digital lifestyles by monetizing social media channels for companies and individuals. Absolutely Social provides digital courses, live events, private consultations, coaching, and social media management. Allison is also a best-selling author, and she has been featured on Forbes, Entrepreneur Magazine, New York Weekly Times, and Hollywood Digest, which is so, so, so exciting. And you're also a local celebrity, aren't you, Allison? <laughs> I guess. Yes. <laughs> So what I wanted to ask you, first of all, I know you have over 100,000 followers um, in total of all your social media outlets. Tell me, how did this business get started? How did it all come together? Well, first, thank you for allowing me to be on here and interviewing, interviewing me so I can speak to your fans and your audience. I appreciate that. I started my blog over eight years ago and the Instagram for that blog. And kind of how I started was I was following other bloggers and I thought it was really cool. It was a new thing. And I was looking at all of their stuff and I was like, this would be interesting to do. But I never got like the momentum or the fire to do it at that point as I was following them. And it probably was like six months later after I started following all these bloggers and everything that it just kind of just clicked. It's like, well, why don't I do this? Why don't I start this? Why don't I try this? Because if it doesn't work, I mean, no harm done. So I had an Instagram page with that was my personal one that I was following all these bloggers, influencers on. And I started another page just to see how to do it. I didn't want to make my friends or colleagues or whatever, follow me. And I didn't want to necessarily tell them about it yet in the beginning. So I started a separate Instagram page called Absolutely Alley, which became my blog. And I just started following other bloggers there. Then I started seeing what they were doing. Then I started to do more and more research. And I thought, and I saw that you had to have an, like an actual website blog, started figuring out how to make my own actual website blog, did that started talking to other bloggers and influencers and asking them, you know, how they got paid, what do I need to do? You know, what are all these different words like engagement and what does the collaboration look like? So I started talking to them and started following them and started mimicking what they did. But then I put a spin on it myself because I didn't see back then a lot of influencers and bloggers that looked like me. So I thought this might be a market or a niche that I could get into and I could help other people that looked just like me. So I started the blog 
started the influencing, started to get paid, started to get collaborations. And then other people started coming to me, asking me how I did that. It sparked another idea that I wrote the book, The Business of Blogging and Social Media Influencing, as well as I did a workshop tutorial like uh, that you can, it's a 12-part video series that teaches you and walks you through it that people can use themselves. And then I also started another part where I do social media management. Oh, I love that. So if you can describe your personal brand, what is that? What is your personal brand? helping people be visible online. So it's cut through all the BS and be seen. Everybody has their own personal brand, just like mine. But my brand is to be a light for other people to help them shine. That's basically how I feel like my brand is. My brand is content creation, helping them get that more engagement, helping them to be seen online. Because as you all know, social media has grown from eight years ago to now. And it is so hard with the algorithm to even show up online. So that's what I do with my brand, help other people shine. Oh, I love that. Tell me a little bit about when you started this business, what was holding you back? Fear. I think that's a lot of people, they fear what other people are going to think, like the people that are closest to them. It's not that I so much worried about people I didn't know. It's more like the people closest to me saying, well, why are you doing that? Well, what is that? And they didn't know a lot about it. So having to explain to them what it is and then having to explain to them that you can make a living off of this and making a living more than what I was making, working like a full-time job for someone else. So fear was holding me back, not knowing what I was doing in the beginning holding was holding me back. And I just had to cut through all of that and figure it out. Because I know you were holding on to a full-time job while you yes. were kind of getting this going. And for a long time, I mean, how, how long were you holding both yes. jobs? Was it like three years, four years? It was probably more like, well, seriously, three years is probably more like four or five. Cause in the beginning, it was kind of just like something I was toying with. And then the blog became more serious the past three years. So I worked for University of Kentucky for 15 years. So that pat the last five years, I had started my blog. The first two years of that blog, it was kind of like give and take. And the last three years, it was like, all right, let's do this. Okay. So what what was the last thing you said? Or you've said to yourself when you you were like, I'm leaving. This is the day. <laughs> well, one was I'm not getting any younger. And if I wanted to have one, this lifestyle, two, to help other people and to have time to do it, it's the time is now. So I kind of put a plan. I talked to my husband, put a plan in works that I was leaving within the next six months and then how I was going to do that. So it was like, but I said to myself, the time is now. I can't give any more time to my that other full-time job anymore because I gave a lot of time to them and I was working just for the paycheck then. So I had to build up this other brand so that I didn't need that. Now tell me, what mentors did you have to help you through all this, right? Because we don't do this on our own. So who really helped you through this transition to have your own brand and your own business? A couple of people. You are one of them for sure. We've known each other. How long have we known each other now? At least maybe five years now, maybe. You were one big push to help me get my brand to where I need it to be, to get the right 
content, to get the right colors, to get the right, working with the right people. So you were definitely one of those pioneers for me to help me and push me that way. My husband was another one. He always pushes me and said, what about this? Why don't we look at this? Why don't you try to get this person as a mentor? Why don't you take this class? So I would say definitely you and my husband were two of the main people that were pushing me to do this because you all believed in me and that I could do this. It's so interesting because we met because of your husband. Yes, exactly. (laughs) He saw some article of me and he's like, you need to talk to this woman. Yes. And at the time you guys weren't married, but he knew what you were passionate about Mm -hmm. because he was able to see that this connection could really be a fruitful one. It was great. I mean, we had so much fun in, in our days. Now we're both doing... A little bit of similar, but different things. But yes. it was like the big fashion. And actually the Louisville Derby with all the hats and the fascinators mm-hmm. and, and all that that happens in Derby. But let me ask you something. When was the first breakthrough that you had in your social media business? I think a couple of years ago when I got a pretty big collaboration that was paid. And it's like the light bulb comes on and it's like, I can make money at this and I can also help people. So that's when it was. I think it was a collaboration. It was with, was it uh, Maybelline? It was some makeup company a couple of years ago. And it was like, all right, this is what I wanted to do. And then it kind of spin from that to... Yes, I love to do this. Yes, I love to recommend things for people, but then I also like to help people. So it was kind of went hand in hand for me. So when I got that first big collaboration, that's when I really was like, all right, I can do this. And then when like the first person asked me for help for social media, and it wasn't even, I remember, it wasn't even like, can you do my social media? It was more like, can you help me clean this up? I don't know what I'm doing here. And it was just like, can you delete some of these pictures and move some stuff around? It wasn't like something big. Then it was like, I saw people having a need for that. Yeah. So tell me, what were your challenges when you decided to take this on full time? What were some of the challenges you had? The big one was having another job, like a full-time job, but we obviously eventually got rid of that. So that was one challenge because that took up a lot of time. Another challenge was trying to speak to diverse audiences. A couple of years ago, if you saw like all the bloggers and the influencers, there were not a lot of me. So I kind of had to break tell, through Tell that. us, because some of people will be listening to this. What do you mean by a lot of me? There was not a lot of people of color, like Black, Hispanish, a- Hispanic, Hispanic, Asian. There was not a lot of us out there. And no offense to any of the bloggers, influencers that are white. Honestly, they're the ones that taught me how to do what I'm doing. I just thought there has to be someone of color that younger women are women of color that are um, entrepreneurs to look up to. So I just made it my goal. That was a big, not a problem, but that was like having the other job and not seeing a lot of me, which in the long run became good because it pushed me to do more. So that was one of the big challenges. And then, you know, trying to work with brands 
and saying, hey, you all need to have more people of color. A lot of times I look at brands, if they ask me to work with them, I'll go straight to their Instagram page. And if I don't see people that look like me, then I'm probably not your market. So teaching other brands that you have to be diverse as well. I love that because I work with a lot of women of color. And when I go and search for graphics, I'm so disappointed in not seeing pictures of women of color. Mm -hmm. What is going on? Like I have to spend hours and hours looking for visuals like that. And I guess I wasn't really before in the past when I did these things, you know, that wasn't front of mind, but over time I've been very focused on that. I want to make sure I'm a woman of color. I want to make sure Mm -hmm. that women of color are represented and still it's difficult. You can see some things, but it's still not the norm. So tell me what are the lessons learned? Like what lessons have you learned over your entire experience, maybe lessons that you've learned even as part of your transformation that you've had over the last few years? One lesson is learn to say no. That's a lesson everybody needs to learn to say no. So when your plate's too full, say no. And two, learn who you should work with and who you shouldn't work with because it's a difference in your business. So don't just work with everybody. I don't care if they're throwing money at you or not. You got to look at the other person or the other business, look at their brand. If that's what you want to represent or if you want them to represent you, because once you put that out there on social media, even if you erase it, it's always still there. Somebody take a screenshot or whatever, just make sure their values align with your values. That is so important. Yes. Make sure you do your homework because I have students that I have had to fire Right. Just those brands. I mean, and and they're not necessarily if your values don't align with them, doesn't mean that they're a bad brand. It's just not for you right now. That's not what you're representing. Like if you're a mommy blogger, you might not want to be representing alcohol. You know, it's not bad. Alcohol is not necessarily bad. It's just not what your market is right now. Exactly. That's so interesting. I had a client the other day. He had this great idea. He had some investors that could invest. But I didn't really think it fit the brand that he was trying to portray. And I kind of mentioned it, you know, are you sure doing this is the right thing for the brand, right? And I think people don't always ask themselves that. They're following the money or the funding. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, that's great. But you have to think about, is that really part of your brand? And I remember actually... I used to work for a an agency, an advertising agency, and I had an account and my values weren't part of that account's values. And I didn't want to do the work. I didn't do the work 100% as I would want to do the work because the values weren't there for me. And that created a really difficult space for me. And at the time, you know, at the time you work in an advertising agency, you work on whatever account you get, mm-hmm. right? You don't get to pick and choose your accounts. And that was a huge lesson for me on like, this is not the right job for me. If I have to work on this account, yeah, it was the account that was paying my salary, but it wasn't the account that I loved and that I really wanted and enjoyed doing. Right. I love that because I think you and I both have come so far and we both have grown 
and I love, and this is not always true in the very beginning. Now we get to pick and choose who we work with. So I'm just saying that for the new entrepreneurs, the new bloggers, the new influencers. Yes, I know in the beginning, you probably have to work with some people just because you do need a paycheck, but work with those people, use it for your benefit and then move on. When you get to a certain time in your life, that's when you get to pick and choose and you definitely should align yourself with the right people and the right values. Because that's what's going to take your business to the next level. Right. right? And you're right. Like at the beginning, you're just trying to figure it out. You're trying Mm -hmm. to figure out yourself and figure out what you want to do and what you don't want to do. So you might take on some jobs that just pay because they pay. And then you learn over time, like this is not the right thing for me. And that's part of the entire I think process that we go through as entrepreneurs, you know, you've got to throw spaghetti at the wall and see what stays and what doesn't. And you've got to go through those difficult times and those pieces where you don't have the best clients. But I think you learn if you take on that, you put on your learning hat and you learn every step of the way and understand what you're doing right, what you're not doing right, and kind of making that part of your lessons, right? Mm -hmm. And knowing them and writing those lessons down. I learned this lesson. I had a huge learning lesson a couple of weeks ago with a difficult client, right? (laughs) It's like you keep writing those down and you keep making changes to make sure that you do better. Yes, yes. And like you said, it's also the client, like it's good for the client also that you don't work for them because you're not the best person for them either. Just take the good out of every situation that you can. Every Everything is an opportunity, whether you take that opportunity or not, but learn whatever you can. And then if it's not right, move on. <laughs> exactly. You and I have worked together for a long time and I love working with you because you, know. you don't take things personally. You just move forward. You mm-hmm. always have a positive mindset. And you know that there's always an opportunity, even if that moment, there wasn't an opportunity there. Right, right. Right. So I love that. So before we go, I wanted to let us know what's going on in your life. Tell us all the things. Tell us where we can find you. Give us, you know, the scoop of what's going on in your life. Yeah, pretty busy. Um, Like I said, I'm in three or four books. You can find those on my blog or website at absolutelyally.com, A-L-L-I. I I am also um, teaching workshops on how to do social media to up-level your brand and your business to be visible online. You can find all that information on absolutelyally.com. I'd love to get into some businesses this summer and work with especially small businesses, women of color, but I'm not opposed to working with corporations or anything like that either. But I would love to do workshops for them, one day workshops on how they can use social media better for their business. So that's what I'm kind of working on now. I do have some one-on-one clients for social media management, and I have a couple spots open. If anybody is interested in that, you all can always reach out to me at Allie, A-L-L-I, at absolutelyallie.com. And then you can definitely follow the blog and the social media and everything that I'm up to. I have a lot of big collaborations coming up and work. I just did one with the tourism board just recently, and I have some other ones coming up. You can see those on my Instagram at absolutely underscore Allie. But Busy. I also own, um, and this is not 
blog and influence related. I also own a store called Blend Middletown. If you're in Kentucky, it's a Middletown. It's protein shakes, smoothies, you know, nutrition based coffees and teas and things. You can always see me in there at some time. So I have a lot, a lot going on. Um, I help my husband with his business of equine motor coach and everything. So I have my hands in a lot of pots, but it's always good. Oh, that sounds so exciting. So let me ask you this. I know you do so much and so much for the community as well. And you're so involved in so many different things. Mm -hmm. What's something exciting in the future that you're looking forward to? In the next couple Um, of months or in the next year? Vacation. My husband just bought us tickets to go see Aerosmith in Maine in September. So I'm looking forward to that. We're trying to have a kid. So hopefully that will come to fruition soon. So looking forward to that. So good vibes, prayers, whatever you all do, send those my way. And yeah, maybe you never know what else, wherever you can see me or what else is going to happen. But those are two things that I'm really looking forward forward to in this year, next year. And I know that your husband is Australian. Mm-hmm. Any Australian trips in the future? We haven't planned one, but we would love to go to Australia for Christmas this year. And his birthday is um, December 30th. So it would be perfect. Spend Christmas there and his birthday there. So that's hopefully a plan this year. If it's not this year, then it'll be sometime next year. But yeah. So hopefully soon. Oh, that sounds exciting. Well, Allie, thank you so much for being on my chair today. Thank you for all your wisdom and everything that you do, not just for the community, but outside of that. I know you have a lot of plans coming in the next year, not just with your personal life, but also with your business. I wish you all the best in the up and coming amazing things that will happen to you in your life. So thank you. Thank you so much. I truly appreciate being on here and, you know, hopefully we'll do it again soon. Yes, definitely. Thank you for listening to The Brand Therapist. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on your favorite pod player. If you'd like to connect with me on social, you can find me at Yamoka Rodriguez Branding, Bespoke Branding Agency, or email me at yamoka at yamoka.com. Thanks for listening.